When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change. 
no matter how small. Anna Kant stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Kevin McCullough, it's breaking news. It's what it means. It's why it matters. All right. Uh, should there be any debate about whether or not a trans girl suffers from <coughs> female maladies? We'll take that on in my uh, monologue today. But we've also got Charmaine Yost and Mike Huckabee on year-end resolution making. Stay with us. It's the last show of the year. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough. I'm start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy is coming out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. He is playing the role as well as anyone he could. Kevin McCullough is a national syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Why? Stop. All right, so you see that this is supposedly the first time that a trans girl receives her period and has her menstrual cramps. It's a trans girl, meaning it's not a girl at all, meaning she, he can't menstruate. So I don't know what all that was. But if it's just someone on Instagram and they're just putting up a meme and they think, well, you know, I'm being funny and kind of cute and I'm, you know, trying to identify and be pro-woman or whatever. I mean, I've talked with uh, female pundits across the uh, commentariat today uh, and many of them just uh, absolutely insulted by the fact that this boy, this person with male anatomy, believes that they can honestly do that, put it out there and get away with it. But the thing is, they can. And that's the problem. See, when I'm seeing this and I make a comment to it on social media or whatever, I think, well, that's, that's me. I'll, I'll make my barb and move on. Uh, evidently, there are people that are e- even offended by that. Take a look at this quote from Ann Lesby, Ph.D., on Twitter. She said, when a trans woman tells you she has menstrual cramps, believe her. Hashtag believe trans women. Now, I don't know where the national uh, organization of women are on these issues. I haven't seen anyone actually from now for a long time since the trans issue has been uh, thrust upon the rest of us with such fervor in the last two or three years. Who thinks that we have a moral obligation or a physical obligation to actually pretend in the pretend world that a boy with a dress on parading around in his room, clutching his abdomen, saying, oh, my God, if someone tells me welcome to womanhood, I'm going to hit him. What is this? 
And you have a PhD, you have, a, you have someone with a, a higher educational degree saying to the rest of the country, if you don't go along with it, shame on you. See, this is the real problem. That this isn't just a, a, an isolated kind of fringe belief anymore. In fact, as I was speaking with Kelsey Bowler earlier today of the Independent Women's Forum, and if you have not watched her brilliant documentary, Identity Crisis, where she has documented the trans journey of a half dozen uh, children that are now regretting what they have done and are actually attempting to detransition, but they are finding out with great medical consequence that there's no way that they possibly can. It's very heartbreaking. And as I was talking with Kelsey about this very video, the little boy dancing around, acting like he has his period boy, uh, I said, what's your reaction to this? And she said, Kevin, I would like to be able to tell you that since the attention has been coming out about detransitioning, the, all the health consequences that children are suffering because of the, the original transitioning procedures, I'd like to be able to tell you that school boards and community groups uh, and activists are letting up. They're not pushing as hard anymore. She said, sadly, I can't tell you that. There are more school districts adopting these very ideas. There are more school districts adopting this kind of lunacy that says, I have to uh, pretend to agree with whatever this person says about themselves. It's not science. It's not physical, actual reality. It's whatever they dream up. Now, I have no idea why a perfectly healthy young man would want to be a woman. But up until a couple of years ago, I think most people of goodwill would have said, but you know what? Everybody has a little bit of funny in them somewhere. Live and let live. That would have been one thing. In fact, that's what we were told by the sexual uh, activists for many, many years. The reason why we had to have gay marriage, the reason why we had to allow transgenders to have their own bathrooms and schools, all the rest of it was because uh, we're just trying to level the playing field. We're just trying to let people be who they think they are, regardless of the biology or the anatomy involved. People of goodwill, people willing to say, okay, go and do your thing in private where you want to be, Wherever you feel like you need to, go be that. But that's not the level anymore. Now, you get Ann Lesby chastising me on Twitter. If you do not agree with it, put the, put the quote back up, guys. If you don't agree with a transgender, when a trans woman tells you that she has menstrual cramps, you have to believe her. Uh, I, I did end up responding to her uh, with a little bit, uh, I hope, a little bit of insight. Guys, do you have that? Uh, do you have that? Uh, uh, this is insanity. It's literal insanity. But here's the downside. Here's the other side of the coin that no one's willing to talk about. It is the worldview of the progressive left. In other words, facts don't matter anymore. You're not connected to anything known as truth. You're not connected to anything that you can actually prove. And for the party, quote, of science to be the people that were running around telling us to wear masks and get vaccines that ended up not stopping the transmission of a pandemic, for the people that chastised us about science being the only way to judge how your life goes, for those people to be telling us now to basically mock science and to buy into all of this make-believe stuff that these people have in their heads, it goes beyond just letting them be. Now they want me to be forced to agree with them. 
It's literally insanity. It's looking at the, the sun and calling it the dead of night. It's as far from truth as can be had, and yet it is what they insist upon. Now, if you take just this one issue of leftist ideology, and you begin to ask yourself the question, how do they approach economics? How do they approach national security? How do they approach policy towards children in schools? You begin to see that most of the time what they want is a very aggressive renunciation of tradition, of facts, of things that are actually healthy. And what they want to embrace is whatever they want. That may change on any given day. Because that boy running around his bedroom pretending to have cramps as a teenage... But when you send kids down the path, even forcing them, influencing them, persuading them that instead of getting the actual mental help that they need on any variety of fronts in their lives, could be family trauma, could be uh, molestation against them, it could be any number of things that have occurred. But instead of getting actual help for the mental pain that they have, the solution from the Biden administration and a top-down approach all the way through to the school districts, even now into your household, is to tell you to affirm it, assert it, and by no means should you be allowed to question it. This is insanity, friends. This is what insane people look like. And it's what they want all of us to be forced to accept. I don't really get why a teenage boy wants to be a teenage girl or to pretend to have a period or to need a heating pad or anything else. I love all the women in my life. I've seen many of them struggle with uh, female maladies uh, for most of their lives. I don't think it's anything that they would wish even most of the time on their enemies. But to mock it, to say that what isn't it actually is, is to diminish them. It's to dehumanize female humanity. And it's to basically slap women in the face. Is that who we want to be? I don't know. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. All right. Welcome back. Kevin McCullough. I, I'm so glad to have you with us. And I'm so thankful that so many of you, dozens and dozens, hundreds over the last several years, join with us each year to give uh, a holiday present, a gift for the rest of their life like they will never get. And who is the they? Uh, these uh, former slaves that are being liberated in northern Sudan and being returned to their homeland in South Sudan with with what's called a bag of hope that basically launches a whole new life. Uh, there's food, there's seed for a coming season that they can plant and grow more food. There's uh, utensils for sh for fishing and cooking and planting. There's things to help protect them from the weather. Um, and they're uh, uh, my favorite part. They get a little. Um, uh, goat and they get to a little she goat and they get to make more goats with that she goat and it gives them a little bit of income in the process of that that's what you give when you give the simple gift of 250 dollars. and if if you can't give it all in one fell swoop you can break it up into two payments of 125 or 
five of 50 or whatever you need to do, but uh, go to bringherhome.org to do that. Bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. Rob Davis, the uh, U.S. Operations Executive Director for CSI is back. And uh, Rob, you're always loaded with stories. And we've just, it's important for people to know, 300 slaves were just liberated. I mean, they just, within the last uh, few days, uh, received their liberation. Some of you that gave earlier this year contributed to that. So thank you for making some of these stories possible. But give us a kind of a, a bird's eye glimpse of one of these lives that we've helped. Her name is uh, Atok Bolgang, uh, 30 years old, and she was captured when she was a little child. You know, this is somebody who's been enslaved for probably 24 to 27 years. Uh, we don't have an exact capture date, but we know she's 30 now and was captured as a young child. She was with her mother and father and siblings, and uh, her parents were farmers. Her mother was in the forest collecting wild fruits and things for dinner, and uh, Arabs attacked her village. They came and found her hiding in the woods. They came and found another couple of people who were hiding as well and rounded them up. And two of, uh, two of her fellow captors were uh, resistant, and so the, uh, the soldiers just shot them dead right in front of her. Imagine seeing that as a five- or six-year-old child. They were beaten. Arabs tied her hands with ropes and dragged her, uh, even when she was tired, uh, north to where they lived. Uh, she says that she was raped by three Arabs, but she was afraid to refuse because they would kill her. Her Arab master had her taking care of the uh, children of his three wives, and she continued to be uh, sexually abused. Um, she worked and washed clothes, cleans the house. Her master also decided that she was going to uh, undergo uh, female genital mutilation. She says that she thanks God that she was brought back to South Sudan. Many mm -hmm. bad things had happened to me in slavery. They will never happen again. I am free. I am so thankful. And as you said, Kevin, uh, she just fears for those who are still enslaved. Go to bring her home because we're bringing those slaves home. We're bringing those women home to their family. Bring her home dot org bring her home dot org and you can liberate uh, someone who really didn't think that she was ever going to be liberated uh, and and that's one of the things that blows my mind uh, these women have lived more or less in in the worst state of PTSD or mental trauma or whatever you want to call it for the majority of their life and yet when they are liberated the amount of gratitude, the amount of uh, concern for the others that are left behind. It is truly an inspiring thing to see the strength that these women have within them, uh, even after so much abuse that they've endured. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, uh, or go online to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. It's the final Kevin McCullough Radio show of 2022. It's the final day you'll have to listen to Christmas bumpers because next week we will be back with uh, new new stuff. Uh, not Christmas stuff. Uh, of course, this weekend we're going to flip over the calendar and we're going to go into a brand new year. And as I was just telling my next guest, um, I find myself at the end of every year kind of 
ready to kick the the year that we're in just right out the door. Just get out of here. <laughs> Done with you. Um, and I don't know that that is helpful, but that is how I feel at the end of every single one of these that have gone by. Charmaine Yost has uh, rejoined us. Charmaine, I feel this way, I think partly because I'm just becoming a crabby old man, probably in, in part of my personality. Um, but I also am genuinely worn out by the end of each year. Uh, am I insane? What's going on here? Well, you know, this year I did a deliberate thing where I decided I was going to really lean into it being the holidays. And I wasn't going to track my food. I wasn't going to be super attentive to the number of steps I had and all these things that I usually do as part of my normal kind of fitness focus. And, you know, it's really, it's, it's you know, in, in, our, in our spiritual life, we're told to take the Sunday Sabbath. And I think the holidays need to be kind of a mental and spiritual Sabbath as a whole for us. Hmm. And for me, Kevin, I'm, I'm ready for the next, I'm ready for the new year. Now, having said that, I true confession to you and your listeners we had an insane christmas around here because two of my kids got engaged so i'm headed into 2023 with just a let it rip mindset of it's (laughs) going to be absolutely insane so we're we're pretty happy no I, i can imagine that um but, um, you know, not everybody did have two kids uh, get engaged. And I think that as and I think I agree with you, first of all, I I felt like this holiday cycle uh, and I took the family. We for the second time in uh, four years, we had the opportunity to uh, get away to the Smoky Mountains of North Carolina. And there's a long drive to get down there. But, man, was it uh, beneficial and restful and. Uh, just kind of beautiful to be kind of unplugged from what life is normally about. And it's going to be super busy for me in 23. We're going to launch a new, uh, a, a relaunch of the weekend TV show. There's going to be some brand new stuff coming about that uh, people have not had, uh, I've not announced yet. And it's going to be kind of crazier than ever before. But I think back to my original point, when I get to this time of the year, I am so worn out. I'm so emotionally spent over all of the battles, all of the stuff that we've had to fight. I mean, now on Instagram this last week, we've got uh, this this teenage boy pretending to have female cramps uh, when when mm-hmm. he calls himself a trans girl. You saw that. You saw the post. It was all over social media. And then you have PhDs getting on social media saying, if you don't believe that person, then you know uh, you know you're not you're not a good person. And I'm I'm supposed to. And I, I just, I don't know. I feel like I've I've given 2022 everything I had. And for another three days, I don't have one more ounce to give. <laughs> Is that terrible? No, I think that's, I think that's important to recognize kind of um, an activist burnout. And if you're feeling that way over this weekend, I think, again, it's really important to spend time with family and identify yeah. the things that help you to recharge and regroup and and also to focus in on the positive things that 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 launch you forward of, you know, people who are taking care of other people and responding in ways that are loving and kind and you know, one of the things that I, I've been working with, the 30-Day Fund, which is a group that gives money to small businesses who've been affected by the pandemic. And honestly, Kevin, it has, it has really, talking to small business owners over the last few weeks with a project we've had of giving them money for Christmas, it's just like there, is, there are people out there 
who have faced you you said it yourself there's a lot of people out there who have not had the exciting and fun christmas that i had with my family of of having engagements there's right. people out there who have are literally staring off of a cliff they're seeing their business go under they're seeing family relationships i i am stunned my husband and i were talking the other day i can't tell you there have been so many deaths suddenly out of the blue over the last month coming to the end of the year is really hard for a lot of people so i don't think you're alone and i think we have to really focus on ways to turn that corner and go into the new year and say you know there there is positive there are examples of people out there who are confronting the difficulties in their lives digging deep helping each other encouraging each other and moving forward optimistically. Everybody likes to ask about what your resolutions are going to be. I think resolutions are more or less useless. Uh, I think if, uh, because they, they usually just tend to be something that I say I really want to do and then I don't do them. Um, so setting, I've found being more proactive in setting a plan in place instead of saying, I just want to do this or that, then say, well, how am I going to do this or that? And then putting uh, those steps into place are kind of the best things. What What do you generally like to be thinking about when it comes to uh, setting new years and new goals and you know new expectations for what your life will look like in the year to come? Well, you know, one thing I'll throw out there for your listeners, if they've never done a vision board, I've always thought they were kind of corny and cheesy. They're the kind of thing that you do on a corporate retreat. This is why you and yeah. I are friends, because we find the same things corny and cheesy. <laughs> I, you know, but one of my daughters, this is several years ago, she was like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I, you know, if your kid wants to do it, you're going to buy in, right? Anyway, we sat down and cut out pictures from magazines and, and did a vision board. And I started to think it was it was such a special thing to do with her and to kind of see what she was thinking and, and visualizing. I ended up, I framed mine, and I was looking at it the other day because I had thought it would be something that I would do year over year. But honestly, that, that original one has really held true in terms of some of the core things that are important to me. One of the things that has really kind of resonated that I put on that board and I come back to over and over again is something that I keep trying and I wrote in there, Jesus before Twitter. Some of us aren't allowed to be on Twitter, so, but I know exactly what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about because it goes to your point of feeling that burnout, of feeling that there's this constant negativity, and we've got to push back against that. The constant input and the constant negativity is one of the primary things that is that we are really struggling with in terms of community and culture and the toxicity that is making a difference across the board. And, you know, finding ways as individuals to push back back against it, I think, is important. Well, and people like me that have a microphone uh, or a platform, if we can find a way to advance that to the people that we touch each day, I think that's a positive, too. And you just gave me a great idea. Um, because on my social media, uh, just about every day, I put something that is a tragedy gone wrong, something's terrible, some policy, some incident, etc. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this commitment right here on the air with you today and say, uh, for the first hundred days of 2023, I'm gonna try to post at least one funny or positive thing in the midst of all those other things as well. I don't know. See if it makes any difference. I mean, that's, I that's, that's what you're talking about. Simple, Absolutely. actual, doable things 
And uh, who knows, if enough of us do them together, maybe we do change the world. Hey, Charmaine, great year. Thank you for being here every week, and uh, thanks for encouraging me. Hey, love you, my friend. You got it. Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'll talk to you on the other side of the year uh, next week. It's Kevin McCullough. Stay here. Hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant life Lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com, and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000 thousand blankets movie.com wait a minute wait a Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. As this airs, um, just a few minutes after this, I'll be um, I'll be walking over to the uh, studio where Andrew Wilkow does his uh, Wilkow TV show. I'm filling in for him today and tomorrow. Uh, you can watch it on the Salem News Channels, apps everywhere, Roku, Apple TV, Android, whatever. 
Uh, but one of the things that when I go to the Salem television studios that always kind of strikes me is that you, if, if I park in the garage that's kind of closest in, a, in advantage to the studio, I have to cross a subway grate that is that is one of the largest ones in the city. It's in Lower Wall Street, and when you walk across it, it is just a a um, just a shower of steam that comes up from the earth, uh, and everything that is in that subway, uh, be it in the air, is brought up in that steam to everyone walking down the street. And one of the things that I never experienced until recently was legit. Uh, you know, contact highs with steam coming from the subway. Uh, is there any place in New York right now that doesn't smell like marijuana? That is something that was explored uh, by David Marcus uh, for Fox News, uh, who joins us. And uh, David, always fun to, to have you on the show. And uh, happy holidays and hope that uh, 2023 is looking good for you. And we wish you certainly a happy new year. Um, but what is happening in the city? Will we ever have just a normal smelling city again? I doubt it. Um, yeah, happy new year to you as well, Kevin. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, the smell of, of weed has become ubiquitous uh, in New York City, as, as you just explained, as have the illegal retail sales. Um, and these two things, I think, are, are very much related. It was, I was watching the news this morning and there was what I found to be a hysterical story about the first licensed marijuana retail store opening today. Today, uh, there are hundreds, hundreds of illegal retail, unlicensed, not illegal, unlicensed retail marijuana stores all over the city and half the bodegas. And, and it's really just not forced. And unfortunately, the reason this happened it's unbelievable, but it has everything to do with wokeness. Because two years ago, almost two years ago, 20 months, New York State legalized the sale of retail marijuana. Right? It's no longer going to be a crime. She had to have a license. And they said, you know what? We should only give licenses to people who had previously been convicted of marijuana offenses as a kind of reparations, right? Citing that these are disproportionately marginalized people, all of this stuff. So it took them 20 months to give out the first license. And in the meantime, an entire industry now exists that New York can't possibly regulate or even tax. It's unbelievable. That That is so mind-blowing. And just hearing you explain it, it leaves me to some degree speechless because what is the upside? Where, where, did, where did New Yorkers somehow get better because we did this, David Marcus? Well, the, the, the upside is supposed to be... Um, you know, that there's less marijuana-related crime because because now it's legal. The upside is supposed to be that the state taxes it at, at, at a pretty high rate and, and gets a lot of income, right? These are supposed to be the upsides. Obviously, you don't get any of those upsides if people are doing this in an unlicensed manner. But I do think I'm with you. I, I, was, I, I have very mixed feelings about legalizing these kinds of retail I do think there are places that have done it in a reasonably good way. But I think there's two sides to this coin. If you're going to say, okay, there's a set of rules, you can play by this set of rules and sell it, that's fine. The other side of that coin has to be, but we are really going to strictly enforce illegal sales. And that's what we're not seeing. And now, this is the great irony. Now you have Mayor Adams suddenly saying, 
well, we need greater, harsher penalties <laughs> for people who sell it unlicensed. The whole point of giving preferential treatment to people who had been arrested for marijuana offenses was that they shouldn't have been arrested in the first place. The priority here should have been how do we create an effective marketplace and limit the amount of illegal sales. And then after that, you can say, oh, and we want to do these reparations or we want, you know, black and brown people just to have an advantage. Give them loans, give them something, right? But the primary focus has to be on creating the system. They said the most important thing to us is equity and wokeness. And then they put the, the cart before the horse, and obviously yep. the entire thing's a mess. It's crazy. No, there's no doubt about it. And, friends, if you haven't read it, uh, David's got a great piece over at Fox News. Uh, and it uh, goes into even more detail than we've been able to get to here. How Wokeness Turned New York City into Weed City uh, by David Marcus. David, thank you for being here. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. All right. Kevin McCullough, when we come back, uh, guess what else is changing? <laughs> we've got some more news for you. Stay here. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? 
An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Um, It is 2023 on our doorstep. It's knocking. You can hear it. Um, And what will the new year hold? What should it hold? Uh, What can uh, people of good faith expect uh, from their country and from their world? Uh, Let's talk about all of it with Governor Mike Huckabee, who joins us on Friday's uh, and, Governor, first of all, thank you for a great 2022. Uh, we've had some great conversations, great input from you. I always appreciate your kind of seasoned eye in looking at things because you, you've been around a little bit and you've seen a few things and you help us all understand the world a little bit better because of that. Um, and let's talk about uh, something very co- uh, controversial to begin with. Um, I was just get, getting grief off air about still having Christmas bumpers playing the weekend of New Year's. Now, this has always been my mode of operation, and I know that you you spent a little time in the talk radio world for a while. Did you have a rule about when the Christmas bumpers went away? And if so, when was that deadline? I always kind of felt like that it's perfectly fine for it to go through New Year's. Yeah. You know, I'm more burdened by people starting Christmas stuff in June or July than I am extending <laughs> the New Year. Uh, you've been, you know, you've been eavesdropping know. on me and Michael W. Smith again, because every time we have a conversation, yeah. it's about how early do you pull out the Christmas records? Right. And, and so, you know, it, it, it seems fine to go through the new year. It's still part of the overall holiday season. Yeah. Christmas is still uh, there with us because we're taking stuff back and we're buying batteries for the grandkids' toys. <laughs> so, right. sure, it's still Christmas, man. Well, uh, speaking of Christmas, uh, how is Sarah preparing for uh, her assumption of duty uh, beginning uh, 2023? Kevin, I'm very proud of her. She's getting a great team surrounding her. Her cabinet picks so far have been stellar. She's uh, been able to assemble a great team. Some who are new to Arkansas are maybe new to government, but uh, quite a few others who are seasoned uh, experienced people, some of whom worked in my administration. So they understand where the bodies are buried. Quite frankly, they buried a bunch of them. <laughs> and you know that, uh, who know how to take out your problems. Uh, and then you need some people who don't have any presuppositions about how it has to be. And I think she's done a great job. And nice. uh, yesterday, education person uh, comes from Florida. He was like the deputy secretary of education. So he's uh, Jeb Bush, uh, Ron DeSantis kind of uh, education reformer, uh, brilliant guy, uh, been heralded by people across the country. 
frankly, I'm not sure how she was able to persuade him to come, but she did. And huh. that's the kind of team she's surrounding herself with. So I'm looking for her to have a really terrific start in her administration. Arkansas, to me, and, and you and I have had conversations off the air about this, um, it's often kind of a punchline. It's like the West Virginia of, you know, the, the Midwest. Um, and I think that y- both your administration and, and what I'm anticipating Sarah will do is, is just bring a whole different level of, um, hey, look at what we're doing here kind of thing. And I, my guess is she's going to have a, a, a kind of economic policy that may become envious of people living in other places. And you might have people relocating uh, to the Ozark uh, region uh, because they do want to be part of something that's exciting going on. Well, and that's already starting to happen. I'm I'm very excited to see people who are looking at Arkansas. It's scenic beauty. There's a tranquility here. There's a, a sense of community. And a lot of places, even if it's uh, beautiful scenery, people just aren't that nice. And that's one of the things that make it, uh, I think, very attractive. Yeah. And I believe it's one of the things will sell as governor to come to Arkansas for not only a good uh, friendly business climate, but just for a good, friendly climate period, nice yeah. neighbors and people who will treat you with respect and dignity. And, uh, you know, folks will look after each other. What are you anticipating the Republicans are going to be up against in 2023? Well, the biggest challenge they're going to have is not the Democrats, it's the press. The press will try to make it that the Republicans are just trying to be mean and, and hateful. Uh, but they need to be very bold and out front, and they need to remind America that the Democrats have established the new rules of engagement, and the Republicans have just decided if those are the rules, we're all going to play by them. And play play to win, play hard, and don't apologize for it. For heaven's sakes, get in those investigations. Clean out the FBI, the CIA. Uh, go after the Department of Justice. Make doggone sure we have a clear understanding of whether or not Joe Biden is the big guy and got 10 percent of Hunter's shady deals with the Communist Chinese Party. These are things that truly matter. These aren't political games. These things really do get to the integrity of our government. Why did the FBI pay Twitter three and a half million dollars to impact the election? Who got fired for that? And if not, how come they didn't? Those are real issues Republicans need to go into Go into it hard. And again, no apologies. Take no prisoners. Get the job done. I think an easy win that McCarthy could get done fairly simply uh, is to go in and unplug the funding for the 87,000 IRS agents right off the bat. Is there any downside to him announcing that that's going to be a priority or should be something that because I haven't heard anybody talk about it. But I think that's one of the things that would get a lot of people's attention and, and, and demonstrate to both the Trump followers and even the more establishment type uh, Republicans that are out there, that this is a this is a group that's there. They have their differences, but they're going to get after it right away. I don't think there's a downside other than to the 87,000 people that wanted those jobs. But uh, we don't need those jobs. That That's a ridiculous thing. And it's not going to be that 87,000 people will go after the billionaires. Uh, frankly, those billionaires are not stupid. They have a lot of accountants. They take care of their tax business. And they're not going to get a lot of money. They're going to get it from Uber drivers, from waiters and waitresses. They're going to get it from people uh, that honestly aren't our real problem, but that's where they're going to get the money. Okay, what's on the big year-ending edition of Huckabee? Well, we've got uh, Brad Dacus from the Pacific Justice Institute. We'll talk about how that 
for many Christian believers, the big battle is no longer in Congress. It's in the courtrooms. Mm-hmm. And we have to have people representing Christian uh, folks who are being harassed by the government and uh, really treated like second-class citizens. These organizations like Pacific Justice, uh, Thomas More Society, Alliance Defending Freedom. But we've got a great year-end musical extravaganza with Sam Moore, the greatest voice in soul music, and <laughs> he's still, and he's going to be our musical guest. It'll knock your socks off. That That's going to be worth checking out. All right, Huckabee Today on TBN, Saturday night and Sunday night, 8 and 11. Don't miss it. Governor, thanks for a great year. We'll talk to you in the new year. Talk to you next year. Happy New Year to you and your family, Kevin. You got it. There he goes, Governor Mike Huckabee. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. 
code KMC. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. What you need to know when you need it. Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough. Um, a lot of bad news on the show today that we covered. Uh, a couple of kind of wins here at the end of the show. Let me let me just uh, uh, give you this. You know that six hundred dollar filing rule that uh, the IRS was going to start enforcing on gig workers, like if they got six hundred and hundred dollars and a penny on Venmo, they were going to have to they were going to have to file it. Um, uh, the IRS has decided, according to today's Wall Street Journal to delay the implementation of that rule uh, that would require many Americans who are active in the gig economy using Venmo, eBay, Airbnb, Etsy, et al. to report anything more than 600 in revenue. The changed reporting threshold for those active in the gig economy came via the American Rescue Plan passed by Congress in 2021, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're delaying the implementation of the $600, we're going to find you and get you kind of thing. That's good news. I like it when the IRS is kept in check. That's good. Um, a couple of other uh, interesting things here. Evidently, uh, Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans, if they ever if they ever get a Speaker of the House elected, by the way, um, they're kind of running out of time to do that. Um, but they need to get it done. But the they they are officially going to require. Uh, actually, this is the White House. Uh, the White House is officially going to require people coming to our country from China to have a negative COVID test to enter the U.S. <laughs> it's three years too late, you know. I mean, hey, what 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 could you have done earlier? <laughs> but you're going to have to test negative for COVID if you're coming from China to the U.S. So uh, that's I think that's good news. And this is what I was getting to. The Republican House of Representatives that are going to be coming into power in January, they are banning TikTok from all U.S. House of Representative managed devices, according to the House Administrative's arm. Head of the new government-wide ban of the popular Chinese-owned video app that will soon take effect, the House's chief administrative officer cited high-risk security concerns in a memo that ordered lawmakers and staffers on Tuesday to delete the app from government devices. To which most of the lawmakers said, uh, how do I do that? I'm, I'm not sure where that is found. Do, do I have it on my thing? Do I hold it down until it starts to wiggle? Is that how you take the app off? And to which all the staffers just went out and said, that's okay. I'm just going to start doing my government work on my private phone, which would also not solve the problem. But nevertheless, the... House Republicans trying to trying to rein in the TikTok because you do know that China is spying on you with the TikTok, right? They've openly admitted it. They're they're buying up our farmland. They're wanting to uh, spy on our on our bases. They're they're buying up our farmland. They're they're spying on you on TikTok. Don't use the TikTok. Anyway, uh, so some good good changes coming. Good good news. I thought you'd want to have some of that here. Second to last day of uh, 2022 that will be on the air with Kevin McCullough Radio. We will be back for tomorrow's uh, penultimate show. We'll see you then.
From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. 